So have you ever started something and felt so excited about it? <laughs> oh man, that's how I feel about this. Uh, you are listening to the inaugural episode of the Otherwise podcast. Uh, somehow you got here, you wandered into uh, the spot. Thanks for doing that. Maybe somebody recommended that you wander into this spot. Thank them and thank you all the same. Uh, my name is Casey Tigret, and this podcast called Otherwise, cleverly titled, if I do say so myself, is all about gathering wise conversations on how to live well on the journey with Jesus. Um, and the reason we'll get into the reason why that is, but, uh, I decided to do this a while back. Um, I've spent about since 1996, I've been in some kind of church work. So whether working with students, uh, working with, uh, children, adults, being a senior pastor, quote unquote, a teaching pastor, a spiritual formation pastor. I've done that for the last, um, since 96, I've been doing that. Also, uh, as a spiritual director, uh, just someone who helps listen people into the presence of God. And, the, and we can talk more about that if you'd like. Uh, I would love to. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's had a deep benefit on my own life. And I've watched it have a benefit on the lives of other people as well. Um, so I was wondering about how do I help people? I found myself in the middle of all these conversations with these really interesting folks who are doing really interesting stuff in, the, in terms of faith, in terms of um, work in the world, uh, and in terms of helping, helping create wisdom that we all can live by. And I kept having these conversations and I kept thinking, man, I wish everybody could be here for this. How do I help everybody be here for this? And that's when it occurred to me, uh, a podcast. Um, but at the same time, I also know I'm kind of an idiot for doing this. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, even though I don't know how else you take idiot, um, because there are podcasts that are created every single day, every single day. And you listening to this, you probably listen to uh, several other podcasts. And I bet I'm just wagering here, but I bet if I went into your podcast app and looked, <laughs> you would have a bunch of unlistened to episodes. And I know that because I do right now. I Like my phone is off, but if I looked at it, I would have that. So why would I want to inject another voice uh, into that fray? So I had to think about that. And here's, here's the conclusions I came to. Number one, sometimes there are just things that you need to do. There's stuff you just need to make. And that's a theme I kept hearing. And I've heard it for the last five or six years or so because back in 2017, I had a, I don't, I still don't know why this happened. I would love to know why this happened. I still can't explain it because it's not because I'm awesome, but I, I had an opportunity to write a book uh, called Becoming Curious, a spiritual practice of asking questions. And I got to take something that I was really excited about, which was, are questions bad? Are all questions about faith doubt? Are they all destructive and dangerous? Or are they part of the whole shoot and match? I kept running into people with great questions and they were thinking, oh, I shouldn't ask that. Or they felt like it was wrong or that it was evil or that it was doubt or that it was faithless and blah, blah, blah. And not blah, 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 because it was critical to them. But I was thinking, this can't, this can't be healthy. And so back in 17, I published this book. And the reason I did it was because I, I wanted to write. And I felt this drive, this desire saying, you just need to do the thing. The same thing happened with this podcast. 
do the thing. And so let me just say this up, up front. I'll do this from time to time. I know some of you are listening and you've got the thing, um, whether it's a, a book maybe that you're, you want to write or you've thought about writing and you've thought, oh, I don't know where to start or I don't know what. To, it, it's not magic. Just start. It's one foot in front of the other. It's one word after another. It's bleeding onto a page. And some of it's going to be garbage and you're going to scrap it, but some of it's going to be really good. Maybe it's art that you want to create. Maybe it's a business that you know will help people who are less fortunate. Maybe it is a step in your parenting or a step in your marriage and it's scary and it's, there's no net and things like that. It's the same way with this podcast. Sometimes... Sometimes we just need to make the thing, and and that's the thing that has driven me to do this. And it's taken time. Uh, I sort of had to learn how to edit on the fly. How do you do an interview with somebody in Canada? There are a couple interviews coming up in Canada that uh, – how do you do that? Not that it's a third world country, but the internet is kind of weird in between. How do you, how do, you do that? How do you talk to people about this? How do you promote it? How do you – how did I do that? Like I sat down with my notebook and thought, how, how do I do an intro episode? And is anybody going to care what I have to say? And the overwhelming, compelling thing was, you just need to do it. You just need to do it. And that's the way that God is working, I think, in all of our lives, is there are things that he has put in us that we just need to do. We just need to do. So that's one reason I felt like I just needed to make the thing. The other reason is this deeper, more compelling thing that's going on. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about wisdom. And I think wisdom is so powerful because we live most of our life by finding a tool or a device that works and then just using it. It's a lot of using. So even when we talk about the way we use the Bible... If you're a person of faith, if you're not, I love that you're listening and keep listening because this is not just for people of faith, but that's where I come from. So to talk about something else would seem pretty inauthentic. But for those of us who read the Bible, we typically go to the Bible to find the verse, to fix the problem, to do the thing that we need to do that day. Let's go look at verses about marriage. Let's go look at verses about war. Let's go look at verses about love. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how I learned. Um, that's how I learned the Bible. But what I found was oftentimes we miss a bigger picture. When we use the Bible like a constitution, like it's got pieces, and this isn't original to me. Some of you have heard this from other places. When you just pick apart pieces instead of this library of wisdom that sort of paints a big picture of life in general. And so I started thinking a lot more about wisdom and saying, you know, what if, what if there's something bigger going on in the Bible? What if we take all of these texts and we sort of put them in a big pot and we stir them together and we sit with Jesus with this overarching command over all of it that says, love God with all you've got, your guts, your brains, your hands, and love your neighbor as you love yourself, which I'm going to talk about that constantly because how many times we miss that as yourself thing. Like there are people I know who I don't want them to love their neighbors the way they love themselves because they would destroy their neighbors. The amount of rest we get, the way we take care of our bodies, our minds, our relationships. Anyway, so sitting by this big stew of the Bible with Jesus and this big command to love and saying, what's the wise thing to do here? Yes, scripture says this. Yes, scripture says this. What's the wisdom here? 
And as I started thinking about this, I started watching uh, Twitter, which, by the way, if you have any anger issues or if you are already disgruntled about the world, uh, Twitter may not be the best place for you to hang out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So much anger. And, and from me, you know, I've, I've had that anger as well. And so I started watching Twitter and I started thinking, I've, I've lived most of my life trying to help people follow Jesus and become like Jesus, because I believe that's the best life a human being could ever live. Uh, no holds barred. Um, the best life you or I could ever live is living by the teachings of Jesus, living deeply in the kingdom of God as his apprentice, learning how to live like he would live if he were us. But as I started looking at people around me, as I started looking at situations around me, I started wondering, maybe that's asking too much. Maybe that's, maybe that's too high of an ideal. Now, I'm not saying I've given up on leading people to become like Jesus. Not at all. Don't hear that at all. I, I still have. But what I started thinking was maybe, maybe where we need to begin is to help people become human. Forget about living like Jesus. Let's just start by becoming human. And as I started thinking that through, you know what happened? It came back around to Jesus. Because see, what we miss, and a scholar named Alice Willard, a writer, has helped me with this so much. What we miss about Jesus is Jesus lived the fullest, most beautiful human life a person has ever lived. And I would argue that's the whole point of who God wants us to be. Because if you, if you go back to the beginning of the Bible, what you notice is human beings— were created human beings. Adam, the name means Adama. It means man. It means mankind. It means humanity. God, when he created us, created us as human beings with this deep divine connection. And so when you look at Jesus, Jesus lives as a fully human being with this deep divine connection. So I think sometimes we can distract ourselves by making spirituality the goal because we define spirituality as some sort of otherworldly living i look at jesus and jesus i think is saying spirituality is learning to live fully human in the skin that you're in and so what i notice is we can't talk to each other without arguing a lot of times we don't treat each other as human beings. And so maybe before we start thinking about becoming like Jesus, maybe we start thinking about becoming better humans. And what we will find in the long run is it will turn us towards Jesus. I might be wrong about that. I've been wrong before, at least three times just in the last hour or so. And I may be wrong about that, but what I started thinking as I was thinking about this podcast is I'd love people to have the kind of wisdom that helps them understand what it means to be human. And I, I do think there are some significant areas, and I'm going to talk about this in a later series of episodes. I think there are some areas where we become human, and in so doing, we become more like Jesus. One is in our influence. Wisdom is key to, to our influence, whether it's in our families or our jobs, or our communities, wherever it is. Wisdom is critical to the influence that we have over our little kingdoms and how we bring those into God's big kingdom. I think it's in how we communicate. 
I think we can sniff out stuff that's fake from a mile away. And so to become more human is to know that the stuff that we communicate that's real is the stuff that resonates, not just with each other, but through all eternity. Because see, when God created the world, he spoke it into being. And then he created us in his image and gave us the ability to speak as well. And so when we speak, we create something. We either create unreality or reality. And so learning to be better humans in our words helps us to become more like Jesus in speaking good things, holy things, beautiful things into reality. I think some of this becoming human has to do with what kind of practices we engage in. What kind of habits we engage in? What do we do with our time? What do we do with our brains? I think we're stuck in this cycle of giving expensive time to cheap things. And that makes us inhuman. We're built for more than that. We're built for more than that. I also think part of becoming human is learning how to think of God. Of what's beyond us, what is divine and learning to think of it well, not only within the traditions, the church or the community that we're a part of, uh, but also in terms of what we've experienced. Because a lot of us have, have brought, our theology has come about because of our story, because of where we've been and what we've experienced, because of the memories that shape us and make us who we are. I'm writing on that right now, a, a book for InterVarsity Press that's going to come out hopefully um, next year on memories. Memories are those things that remind us. Everything that's happened up to this point matters because it makes us who we are. And we will do theology based on that long script of memory that we live by. And God can either change it if we allow him, can enhance it, redeem it, whatever it might be. So this podcast is going to bring in people that I think will will talk on those things. So future episodes, um, there's one episode that's going to be my wife and I talking about marriage. We're not experts. Uh, the episode's actually going to be called, This Podcast Will Not Save Your Marriage. Because <laughs> it's true. Um, anybody that tells you their podcast will save your marriage is selling something and you shouldn't buy it. But we, we have had some experiences that we think might be helpful. It might give some wisdom um, that we've earned through blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, we're going to talk to Sarah Bessie, who is an author who's gained some wisdom from talking about Jesus and feminism. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. We're going to talk to Kyle Strobel, who is a, a theologian and just a, a guy who's hilarious, who's talked a lot about how wisdom comes out of the second half of the Bible, the New Testament, and what do we do with that? We're going to talk to some really interesting people, and I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about how all this is going to go. And you might go, well, you're supposed to. You're the dude making it. Uh, okay, fair enough. But I've had these conversations already, and all I did was just ask, like, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? I haven't even started it yet, but you want to do an interview? And people did. And then these conversations happen, and I'm in the middle of it going, this is so good. I hope everybody jumps in and, and listens to this, too. The other thing you'll notice is um, I, as an interviewer, I try to get out of the way. <laughs> I, I don't want to dominate. I don't want to interrupt. So a lot of the interviews you're going to hear on this podcast, are people are going to be given full sway to just talk on what they're – because I, I ask them to do it because I love what they have to say about it. 
So it, this is not exactly like journalistic excellence here. Um, it's my first attempt at this. But I definitely wanted you to hear from these people because I think they're beautiful. And I think, they, I think it'll make a, an impact on your life and your growth. And ultimately, I believe Jesus meets us and will meet us in the middle of these conversations. And with that big governing principle of loving God with everything we've got and loving our neighbors ourselves, I just have this feeling like something's going to shift in us. And so whether you listen to this first thing in the morning on your way to work, whether you're on a, an elliptical or a treadmill, whether you're doing it while you take a walk, um, whether you're my wife who's listening to this while she's cleaning the house, um, however you do, uh, I, I just pray that this is a blessing. And I'd love to hear from you. So after this episode, if you want to take a walk over to my website, www.caseytigret.com, C-A-S-E-Y-T-Y-G-R-E-T-T, there's an opportunity for you to check out some stuff about the podcast, some upcoming episodes uh, to read. I'm doing some speaking things. If you are a person who leads a community and you need someone to do some speaking or a, or a silent retreat, I'd love to talk to you about that. There's a space where you can do that. Also, I do a weekly blog. And uh, if you subscribe to that today, you get a free ebook about how Jesus had this rhythm to his life of rest and activity. And if that's something you struggle with, if you subscribe to my blog, you'll actually get that ebook for free. And then a weekly, um, a weekly blog post, as well as some little notes about stuff that's going on. Uh, if that doesn't strike your fancy at all, don't worry. Um, that's fine too. And you can also, you'll be able to listen to this podcast on that website. You'll also be able to find this on iTunes, uh, Google Play other places where podcasts are produced. And if you liked this, if you didn't like this episode, man, I totally understand. This is a first run and it's not going to be perfect. But if you did, would you do me a favor? Would you go to iTunes and rate this podcast, maybe put a review on there, some comments about your experience if you enjoyed it uh, so that other people will be able to hear and maybe also come and listen. So as you go today, I pray that this conversation has stirred something in you, and I'd love to continue it with you. But as you go today, may you go and realize that becoming a better human will lead you to become a better follower of Jesus and into the life that you and I were meant to live and to have. That's my prayer for you today. I want to thank my friend Austin Martin, uh, who provided the music to this that you hear in the beginning and the end. Um, and I'm going to put a link up to his stuff on Bandcamp if you're interested in getting that. Thanks, Austin. And for the rest of you, as you go, be well, be human, be wise. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.